Here at Siren Soapbox, we believe that if you wait until something is perfect to share it, then the world may never see it. This episode isn't our best work, but we sure are proud that we put ourselves out there. We are lifelong learners and explorers, and we lead by example. We want our early work to be proof of that. We've learned and grown so much over the last year, and if you're new here, we invite you to listen to our show starting with the most recent episode, then work your way back. You are not alone because there is strength in sisterhood. No one knows that better than Annie, Becky, Jess, Lauren, Mary, and Tracy. Six lovely sirens who have been through the storms of life and help one another through the other side. Join them in this safe space to unwind with these uniquely minded women as they sound off on a different topic each week with some tips and tricks for everyday quandaries along the way. They don't always agree, but they will always love each other. Now, let's dive into another amazing episode of The Siren Soapbox. Hello and welcome back to Siren Soapbox. We have an exciting episode for you guys today. We got our toes wet with a couple episodes and now we are ready to dive deeper into some a little bit more sensitive, a little bit more personal topics. But last week we had Autumn with Stream to See on. Big thank you to her. If you guys go visit them at streamtosee.org, you get a 20% donation to the Karen Beasley Sea Turtle Hospital with your purchase. Um, you don't get it. The Karen Beasley Sea Turtle Hospital gets it if you use the code Siren Soapbox. <laughs> and then Reefbox, you get a 15% off your subscription with the Siren Soapbox code. So big thank you to Megan at Reefbox too. We had lots of fun on that episode. Today, it's getting a little bit deeper. Like I said, the question of the week is, what is your experience with seasonal effectiveness disorder or depression disorder? Seasonal affective disorder. Thank you, Mary Hodge. You're welcome. And uh, we got Jess getting on to her soapbox first. Uh, thank you. So um, personally, I am not affected by the disorder, but um, my sister, um, I did get permission to use her name uh, from her. <laughs> um, so my sister, Lindsay, um, if you listened a couple of weeks ago, she was on talking about her store, but um, she actually has struggled with depression um, for quite a while uh, since we were young. So um, it does get worse in the winter with the seasonal affective disorder. So it's something that when we were young that she struggled with. And thankfully in my house, it's always been very, very open, very, um, very open to talking about personal experiences and, and mental health, um, especially um in our family. So it's not anything that we've ever had a stigma with. So, um, my parents thankfully were very quick to, you know, take her somewhere and get her health, um, get her help and, uh, you know, look into, you know, medication, look into, um, she actually used a, uh, a light box in the winter that helped a lot. Um, called it her happy box. (laughs) 
simulated sunlight to kind of help that that balance that you don't get in the in the winter so um i think personally that's my my biggest experience with it obviously um my sister and i are very close so um that's something that i you know have have always heard a lot about but um what i i always advocate for mental health and really getting away from the the stigma around it and you know that you know mental health because you can't see it it's it's not something that exists you know it's it's oh you can't see the disorder so it it's not there so you know just trying to get away from that that mental that that stigma around it so that's my personal experience with it. Thank you, Jess. I think I am next. I'll start the timer. Um, I don't personally, I don't think I suffer from this. Um, and the reason why I say I don't think is that I was in a very, very deep depression this summer and um, not felt anything like that before. So I know it's not the same as, the, as if I've ever had sad. Um, I will say that I was with uh, my son and we were on a walk and he listens to game theory and Matt Pat had an episode where he was talking about um, some real life situations and a friend that had depression. And Connor was like, it was really good hearing this guy talk about, you know, these real world problems and how he was dealing with that. So I really, I hope that somebody can get something out of this episode too. Um, because I, I think we learn through each other's stories. Um, and really this time of year, I am so busy with Christmas and seeing all the pretty Christmas lights. I don't feel sad until really January, February, when all the Christmas lights are down and, and there's nothing really fun to look forward to until the, the weather warms back up. Um, and I just kind of feel blah. And I just, I loathe, loathe the uh, winter time. So I just... I don't like that. I hate when I can't get outside and go for a walk or a run. Um, but getting outside as much as possible really helps me. I used to go tanning to get my vitamin D in. Um, but yeah, I don't, other than just that blah feeling, I don't really feel like that bad. I don't think so. That's, that's my very limited experience with sad. And now on to Mary Hodge. Well, ladies, friends, I'm happy <laughs> to be the first one to report that I have very deep personal experience with SAD. Um, I didn't realize that I had SAD until I was in my late 20s and Wayne, my then husband, um, pointed it out to me in a very kind and loving way. He wasn't like a dick about it. You know, he wasn't always a dick. I'm, I shouldn't say that. He was mostly not a dick <laughs> to me. He is an asshole. Anyway, I digress. I didn't even start <laughs> my own timer. So by this time of year, I'm usually like right in the thick of it. Winter's hard. It's really freaking hard. And March comes and it's really freaking hard. And the winter's been long and hard and you're just kind of done with it. And then April, like early April rolls around and there's this, uh, you know, you get a spring day and then you get one or two more in a row and it's like the fog in your head lifts as the sunshine starts coming back. And 
It's, it's a bizarre feeling. It usually sets in about September, um, but I've noticed it set in as early as August. Um, the way that I cope with it is, um, well, there, there are a few things I do. I take vitamin D every day, and I think that helps. That's why, that's why um, you feel so bad is because you're vitamin D deficient. And in the wintertime, there's no sun, and that's really the only way you get your vitamin D is through the sun. Or I think you can eat, like, whale skin or something. <laughs> that's how the people who live real far north, they eat some kind of animal skin that has it in it. I'm not advocating that, though. <laughs> um, I mean, there's a, always vitamin D milk. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know why we got to involve the whales. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Um, but you need to talk to somebody if you're feeling bad, don't keep it inside, um, do something and reward yourself for doing it. Like when you take a shower, <laughs> you should pat yourself on the back. That's a good thing. My friend Tracy once told me that if you, uh, feel like, if you don't feel like getting up in the morning and doing your makeup and, you know, getting a shower and doing your makeup, then, uh, those are the days that you need to do it the most. And I try to live by that. I didn't expect this to happen. All right, You're going to make us all cry. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Can we just say we love you, Mary Hodge? We love you, yeah. Mary Hodge. <laughs> and we're all joiners, so it's okay. <laughs> all right, Tracy, it's on to you. I'm proud of you for sharing. I love that we have polar opposites one right after the other, because this is the one episode where I'm afraid I'm going to piss everyone off the most. Um, yes. In some areas of the world, there's less sunshine in the winter, but that's not the case in all areas of the world. And I am a person whose parents died young and I live by the motto, do it today, whatever it is you need to do happiness, enjoying your life, enjoying this moment is the most important thing because that's all you have to give to anyone is what you have. And if you don't fill yourself up, you got nothing to give. So my experience with SAD is that um, probably the first person that I ever really loved had SAD still does i'm sure i've just distanced myself so i'm guessing this person still does in fact i feel certain because that person reaches out to me this time of year every year um as a person who dated a person who had sad it sucked it, it sucked it sucked because you're helpless and all I could do was research and learn and try to provide support. But I'm not the sun. I'm not the sun. And so there's only so much you can do. And, and every year, this time of year, that person completely broke my heart. Every year. Because his world crashed. And so my world crashed. Every year, this time of year. And it sucked. And I, I'm really fortunate in that as far as mental health, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm a 
generally happy person. I, I really nourish and guard and feed my happiness purposefully. My struggles with sad have been with other people. Um, my very best friend and the first person that I think I ever truly loved and it sucks. And so I moved and I live in an area of the world where the sun shines all year long. 12 glorious hours a day. And I got to tell you, I said, I've mentioned this on every episode on my little island. There's no such thing as sad. And so there's a, an a island. Thing. I do. But it's a thing. I'm telling you, it's a thing. Because when I lived in Cincinnati, I knew people who had sad, who had seasonal affective disorder. And now I live on an island in the Caribbean. And I don't know anyone other than my friends who are still in Cincinnati who have sad. And so it it's real. It's a thing. I don't know. It sucks. So what you're saying is everyone should move to an island in the middle of the Caribbean. Is what that what I'm saying? Actually, Becky, I feel like you're being a little bit sarcastic, but here is what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm if not are, because I know that. <laughs> I do believe that. If you are a person who has seasonal affective disorder, and let's say that you by chance has a person who loves you dearly, who lives in the Caribbean, you should, yeah, you should fucking move to the Caribbean, Merhaj. Move to the Caribbean. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that timeline that's already actively in process, right? I hope so. At one point it was, I don't yeah. know because we haven't talked about it in a long time, but yes. I mean, that is the goal to, uh, move to an Island and either. I know she's given us the, okay, sorry. We'll save that for open discussion, but yes, it's the end goal. <laughs> and the next person is Annie. Yay. I say yay because I I do have sad. Um, I don't know when it started. Yeah, um, but I think as like for a while I thought it was just like school because you know you kind of get into school. You're like by that point it's kind of routine. You're ready for the holidays. It's kind of like a dip. And I think I always just thought it was kind of like in that because that's I was still in school when I kind of figured out what it was. Um, luckily for me, I kind of got the quick fix version of it. So I start taking vitamin D supplements and I start feeling better in just a couple of days. So it's always like a slow decline kind of a thing where I start wondering what the point is. Um, and about that point where it's kind of like, oh, there's no point. I start losing interest in hobbies and really doing anything, leaving my house, talking to people, all those horrible things. Um, but about that point, I'm like, you know, what you need supplements. Um, so taking some vitamin D, I know it takes a couple of days trying to exercise, reduce al alcohol, things they tell you to kind of try to mitigate depressive symptoms. And then normally by that time, the vitamin D has kicked in and I feel better. So I'm very grateful that I got the quick fix version. I know there's a lot of people out there that don't that can do all those steps and still are in the trenches. So um, very grateful for that. Um, but I think if you are 
if you think you have it or anything like that, I would highly recommend taking some vitamin D and just seeing what happens because I was amazed at how much that helps me. Oh my God. It's so helpful for me too. It's like you just get your life back in a couple days and you're like, oh yeah, there's me. I remember me. <laughs> Great. It takes me a little longer, but yeah. And I did my full time, guys. <laughs> Good Yay! job, Annie. And it is over to Becky if I can get ah my timer to stop. Now it's Becky's turn. Well, thank you for rounding off the minute for me so that I can just follow the clock on the computer. <laughs> so I I started this with um, not a lot of information. So I'm really actually very glad I got to listen to everybody's perspective. I don't have a lot of personal experience with it. Um the only thing that I personally have is that leaving for work at dark and coming home at dark in the winter months sucks. Um, and for me, that's kind of always what I've equated to, you know, the winter sucks. It's cold. It's dreary. The weather's nasty. Nobody feels like doing anything. And, you know, it's always dark and it just is a big bummer. Um, I honestly didn't know really anything about SAD or what it was or what, um, how it really affected people actually until we had this topic. So um, it's very interesting uh, to what I equate as the winter blues a little bit different for me and I'm very grateful that it just sucks because schedule uh, me personally I always look forward to my birthday because in case you didn't know December 21st is the shortest day of the year so after that everything looks up all the days get longer and I know that for me has historically been the worst day of the year and I always have something to look forward to after that because I know the sun's coming back going forth so uh, I'm I'm glad to share your guys's perspectives and you are still timing me and I am done (laughs) (laughs) so I want to say something real quick um I also think I, for some reason this year has been like super hard and it's probably COVID compiling the uh, SAD, but I think that it's super important for people to know that um, your brain is powerful and you're in charge of your thoughts and what you put out to the universe is what you're going to get back. So if you decide that, and, and I know it's not always a decision to be happy. It's sometimes it takes more work than that. And sometimes you need to talk to somebody and that sort of thing. But, um, if you make a decision though, to lay in bed all day, it's just going to snowball. If you make a decision to feel sad about something, that's just going to snowball. But so if you do what you can to make, you know, conscious thoughts to have happy thoughts and be grateful for things. There's always something to be grateful for. I don't care how bad your life is. There's always something to be grateful for. Now see TC was shaking her head. No, about the, it's not hard to think positive thoughts. Is I right in that? 
Yeah, yeah, you were right in that. But I do believe that happiness is a choice. And I do believe that the brain is amazingly powerful. And I do believe that choosing to be happy initially is difficult. But that choice to be happy, your brain releases chemicals that create happiness. So while I would agree that in the beginning it might be difficult, depression, seasonal affective disorder, it's, it's all a chemical reaction. And we have a lot more control over our brains. I mean, our, what I mean to say is that our brains are a lot more powerful than we give them credit for being. And we can create the emotions that release the chemicals that we want to be released in our minds and in our bodies, which it's a, it's a cyclical thing. So I love what Murhaj is saying, and I, I, I'm sure it's probably not as simple as I'm making it sound, but it's the initial part that's not simple. I was going to say, initial- it, it seems like it would take a lot of reprogramming for some people to not think those negative thoughts and to be positive and to look at the, the happy, positive outcome instead of focusing on the negative. And I don't think during sad is the time to to be working on those skills either. I mean, I guess it would help, but well, yeah. So here's the thing. It's making a choice to be happy is even when I'm like, I am happy right now, even though I can't control my tears. I don't fucking know where this came from. I've been fine all day. It's just, it just fucking happens, but I'm still happy. Like I'm, I don't, want to focus on then I'm a very positive person. You guys may have noticed that about me. I like to be happy. Happiness is incredibly important to me, but that it's, it's hard. It's hard sometimes. So yeah, making that initial choice is hard, but even to continue the momentum sometimes is hard. I think I want to great. Absolutely. No, two things yeah. real quick. Hold on. Two. One at a time. Mango! Mango! (laughs) Say probably exactly what you are, Jess, because depression is not something you can happy thought your way out of. Um, And if you, like, absolutely think positive, go there. But if you can't or if you cannot find ways to do that, there is absolutely no shame in finding someone who can help you, finding drugs that can help you, whatever you need, because our brains are super complex and realizing that they're just like our bodies. We don't fully understand them. Um, And occasionally they fuck up. So sometimes you need something to go in there and help your brain release those happy chemicals. So if you absolutely cannot get those, if you try the happy thoughts, it's not working, you can't find it, there's no shame in actually having something that can help you do that. Not at all. And I, I, let's go with Jess. Oh, Annie, Annie made uh, made this episode explicit. She beat you to it. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> you beat me to that, Becky? What the fuck? But I think we need Jess. Yeah, yeah I'm pointing down Jess under below me on the screen, but I don't know why. <laughs> and I mean, the one thing that I did want to point out is like, just you know, to our to our listeners here, we are, you know, we did talk about like. We were going to have two separate episodes. You know, we were going to have one specifically about depression because that is a, a different topic altogether. You know, we're going to have a discussion about depression later on. Um, 
So we are talking about seasonal affective disorder, which is a type of depression. It is a essentially a seasonal depression. Um, but yes, um, you know, there is no, no shame in getting help. Like Annie was saying, like, if you can't find alternatives, if you can't get it from the happy thoughts, if you can't get it from the sunlight, if you can't get it from vitamins, you know, there's no shame in talking to somebody. There's no shame in getting medication. You know, it's, it is an illness. Um, you know, you wouldn't shame somebody for going to a doctor and getting insulin for. Uh, how do you know I wouldn't shame somebody <laughs> for getting insulin? Well, because Mary Hodge is the jerk. <laughs> I did want to add, Annie, I am super proud of you, my little extrovert, for sharing that with us. Thank you for, for sharing with us and opening up. Well, I started paying her per word that she uh, says, so it's really motivated her to speak. It's working out Wait, really well for me. Annie's getting paid for this? <laughs> Crap, I'm going to delete that part out of the episode. It didn't happen. <laughs> TC, I don't want you to think that I'm discounting anything that you're saying either. Like, don't think that wow. I'm I'm saying that you are, like, totally wrong in your thinking or anything like that. Like, I don't want no. you to think that we're ganging up on you or anything uh, i don't i i knew going into this episode so initially i refused to do this episode because my my feelings about it and my thoughts about it are so strong having not experienced it so that is the challenge but life is all about choices and you are in control and the brain is a powerful thing and so, I don't know, like, again, from a person whose parents both died young, my learning from that was take control of what you want. There's no, there's no someday. There's no tomorrow. This is the moment right now. So if you're not happy right now, if this moment isn't a happy moment for you, then change it. <laughs> Crazy I'm Cole. serious. Change I know it. you are. I know you are, but see, that's the thing. I'm not unhappy about anything right now. And I think that is a perspective that is a lot, that is very hard coming from your situation where you have been involved in close relationships that have been negatively affected by mental illness. And you yourself, I mean, I think that speaks highly of your mental capacity, you, your mental health. You are... You are an extraordinarily positive person. You are an extraordinarily strong person. And you are, you and Elsie both are a force of nature when you set your mind to something. Like there is no saying no to you. You're going to do it. Remember All when Elsie was like, I think we it. should have a podcast. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, and I think that I kind of see it from both sides because there is some mental illness in the family and there is some, you know, that I, you know, I've struggled with here and there, but I do think that there is enough, like Annette said, with the, the unknown of the brain, you have the choice to make the change. You have the choice to be happy and to, to shake it off any kind of gloominess or, or unnecessary, you know, depression, for lack of a better term. 
what if you didn't have that ability? What if you everybody has that ability, Becky? But everybody fucking has that ability. But yes, it's, you it's, it's a moving, chemical imbalance. Moving here, moving here and making those decisions was not easy. I gave up a lot because I valued my quality of life. I, I gave up a shit ton because I valued my quality of life. If, if not being near the equator is affecting your mental health, then make the, make the changes that you need to make in your life to have a good quality of life. What else do you have? Seriously, what else do you have in your life other than your life? What the fuck else matters? Just do it. My my dad, so, I guarantee you, had plans the evening he died. He didn't get to do it. So I don't care what his plans were. I don't care what his excuses were. Figure out what you need to be happy and just make it happen. I, I, I'm not saying that seasonal affective disorder does not exist. I 100% painfully know that it exists. But if you have it and you need to make changes in your life, and, and maybe, like, like Annie was saying, maybe taking vitamin D is the only change you need to make, and that's fine. If that's not the only change you need to make, do what you need to do to be happy. Just do it. There's no excuse. And I think that's great, too, because going to a doctor and figuring out what you need to get through, you know, if your mental health relies on being here, too. I know I wouldn't want to leave my family right now. And that's a personal choice I would make to not move. Yeah. So that kind of mental health, I need to be here for that. But I also need to take the steps to make sure I don't like to I don't want to say get through it, but to emotionally deal with the sad that I have and, you know, mitigate those symptoms. So I think absolutely like go out, be happy. And there are people as well who just want to be miserable. And I don't <laughs> get that either. That is true. They need more than a doctor. I'm not sure. Um, well, I am not yeah. the doctor for that. I should have led this episode with, I am not that kind of doctor as well. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear, I'm not prescribing you, vitamin D to anyone. <laughs> But absolutely, go out and do what that means, but whether that means moving to a Caribbean island, which is awesome, and I would love to someday, um, or going to your doctor, or trying vitamin D, or doing the things you know you need to do for yourself to make this better. Well, the other thing that I think is super important is surrounding yourself with um, positive people and with a tribe of people who love you. Which is why we never invite Mary. <laughs> right. <laughs> but seriously... Tracy with as like her um, being the bluntness that she and the passion that she exhibits about, you know, choosing your happiness. I fucking know that she knows that I'm struggling and she doesn't think I'm a moron for crying, but I need to hear that from people. And I do, like I said, for the most part, choose happiness. That's my choice. And I still feel bad, but that's fine too. I can, you know, Whatever. I just think that it's important to have people in your life that are willing to talk to you about it and fucking tell you to stop being an idiot. Sometimes you just need to stop being an idiot. You just need someone to cry with humor. I mean, I, <laughs> I have movies that I watch when that. I want to cry. 
<laughs> in my bio, cries about anything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Well, and you can, can cry and be happy at the same time. Been there. <laughs> I cry about being happy all the time. Well, and, and the other thing is making choices to get better is that's also a positive thing. Like positive progress towards your happiness is, I mean, that's good. You, if you if you're, if you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. And if you need the medication, get it to a doctor and take the medication, even if only temporarily, most medications, even if it's an antidepressant, you only need to take temporarily to recharge the batteries. So I think Annie said something that is kind of important to note because she said for her, it's a slow decline. And then she's able to recognize those signs and symptoms and do something to make herself feel better. She, she knows that now. And, you know, Annie, do you know how long you had sad before you, you figured it out? I have no idea. And the only way I figured it out was my dad was like, you should be taking vitamin D right now. It's good for you. I think I for like, a lot of people, okay. you don't realize until it's too late. And by the time it's too late, you might not be able to do the things that you need to do to get better. And which is why I think what Mary said is important too. having a tribe of people, you know, Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while or Hey, something seems off. Are you doing okay? Cry on my shoulder. You know, let, let's talk about it. I just, I don't know. I think it, well, at this point in the year, it's going to be too late for somebody to really positive think their way out of it. I don't know. Cause I know just... it's never too late for that. Yeah. Like, well, no, here's the thing. I, it, it doesn't really matter how sad you feel. And this is my, I'll, I'll say it for myself. It doesn't matter how sad I feel. It's important to have that positive thought because if you don't have that happy, positive thought, you, what do you have to hold on to? You have to find a reason to be happy. There are so many things in your life that are good. And that's, so it's never too late to, to think yourself out of it. I think that's most of the battle is thinking yourself out of it. Because no matter what way you go, whether all these options, moving to an island, going to a doctor, taking vitamin D, you've got to have those happy thoughts or none of it's going to work. Right. Okay, exactly. so let me, to an island and be miserable. Let me rephrase that. I think when you're already in a depression, it's going to be really hard to get out of that thinking without... I mean, people like TC, it's really easy for them to positive think their way out. I don't know that I'm that fortunate. It takes me a while and I don't even want to be around people. I'm just like, everybody yeah. leave me alone. I don't want to talk. I don't, I don't want to deal. Well, and, and that's, that's the thing too. You have to have a process. You have to get through whatever it is you're dealing with. So here's my, um, I, I had a therapist for a while. I graduated from therapy, um, this is what it looks like. <laughs> You're so funny it's, now. Mirage, I hear you saying that, but still, one of my favorite things of all time is when I was describing my current relationship and I was saying it's just so so easy and so natural. And I was telling you this, and you said to me, That's that's what that's how my therapist says it should be. I'm like <laughs> Yeah. So my therapist, shit, I forget. I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Well, that's all right. What was you I said, talking about? This is what it looks like. You graduated. 
that's not what I was talking about. And it looks fucking beautiful. All right. So anyway, I don't know what my therapist said now, but she said a lot of really helpful things. For sure. It'll come back to me, I'm sure. So I don't mean to minimize the... Well, that's what you've done. <laughs> Whoa. I don't mean to minimize what <laughs> I people are kidding. going Mango, through. Mer. Mango. Sorry. That was loud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that it's, you know. Uh, Is it squeaky on anybody else's end? Yeah. yeah no. You're a little squeaky. Who's I think squeaky? it's Trace. You are. Me. I have crickets and frogs. Crickets and frogs. They're squeaky. What do you want me to do? Is that really I don't what it bad. is? It sounds like feedback. There's no like seasonal affective disorder, but there, I know that's, dude, the, here's what I'm going to say. I grew up believing that crickets were good luck and you shouldn't kill them. And now I hunt them down and step on the motherfuckers because they're <laughs> loud and ridiculous. <laughs> that feedback you're hearing is a cricket and it's nonstop. Do you hear that? I'm going to try to find it. No, it's like when you talk. <laughs> no, I, it's in her house. Listen. Oh, no, listen. I'm going to find it. Oh, my gosh. So now we're going on a cricket hunt Wait, with Tracy Cole? Yeah. Okay. Oh, there it is. It's back. I know. Now it's we're playing fun. hot cold with the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could remember what I was going to tell you my therapist said because it was fucking golden. Well, while Tracy Stop thinking is about it. Cricket, the only thing that I would add is, like, some, you know, sometimes – even just going to the doctor is giving you the tools to know where to start with it. Yeah. Like even if you don't end up with medication or a light box or vitamin D or something like that, just giving you the tools to know where to start or just somebody to talk to. If you don't have a group of people, um, because you know, for my sister, she was a 14 year old kid. She didn't know where to start with it. My parents didn't know where to start. No, they're not doctors. (laughs) No, they're just hippies. They just saw their kids struggling and and needed to know what to do, you know, needed to know what to do to help her get better and help her get back to what they knew she could be. So Right. And like I said, go ahead, Tracy. It's the thing, like um, the person that I mentioned before, the guy that I was dating was in his 50s and had never, no one had ever, had ever said to him seasonal affective disorder. He broke up with me every winter. And then spring came and he was extremely apologetic. And it finally, I was like, okay, I'm doing all this research and I think this is what you have because he would tell me every winter, I, you know, winter would come and he'd be like, Last night, I took a shower for two hours, and I sat in a shower, and I cried. And I just, I don't feel like my life is where I want it to be, and I need to make changes, and he would break up. And so eventually, I was like, okay, I need I need you to go talk to somebody and see if <laughs> maybe you have seasonal affective disorder, because this happens every freaking winter. And it's, it's heartbreaking to watch someone go through that. And it's heartbreaking to try to be the partner of someone going through that. And he had no idea. Like he, he was old enough for someone at some point in his life to have said, to have said to him, Hey, there's a, there's a pattern here. 
Yeah, I'm really thankful that Wayne pointed it out to me. Yeah, I wonder how many people who have it, because like I said, the the person I'm describing to you, I I pointed out to him and Mary, your partner pointed out to you, like I wonder how many people who don't have somebody else point that out to them, how many, I don't know. It's, yeah, how, how many people just kind of struggle through not really knowing what's happening? Yeah, because you know I don't know if you realize, you know, that you had it before at all. Because for me, that's just like who you are. That's exactly it. That's normal. Yeah. I was like, I'm fucking moody. What? I, yeah. I, I don't like the winter. <laughs> I, it just reminds me, I, this is one of my favorite quotes. The first step in fixing a problem is acknowledging that there is one. Yeah. Yeah. Class and my dog. Oh, great. Uh-oh. Awesome. But did you find the cricket? <laughs> no, um, it stopped. <laughs> I, do wanna, I do want to, since we're talking about SAD and um, depression, mention the suicide prevention hotline, which is 1-800-273-TALK or 8255. I thought they shortened yeah. that to something like... You know how like there's a nine one one and a four one one. I thought that they shortened it to something, but I'm not. I wasn't able to find it. Yeah, they do have a texting service, but so anyway, it's never that bad. There's always no. somebody who cares enough about you that yeah. you shouldn't go through with it. Yeah, it no. is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't Whatever do pain you are feeling, the people you leave behind are going to be feeling that much worse. Yeah. There's always. Yeah, always- it's never that bad. Just never is. What was that? I said it's just never that bad. But if no. you feel like it is, you should reach out to someone. You should definitely reach out to someone. Um, what else did we want to talk about with our quivery voices tonight? Oh, that's just me. Does anyone have any happy <laughs> topics? We need happy topics now. I would just like to say that I love all of you and I very much appreciate you all sharing your opinions because I know this was a hard night. Yeah. Tracy, and I fucking love you I too, wish I could I'm give so you guys you a hug. This. That's been the worst Thank thing you. about COVID is the hugs, the lack of hugs. I I agree. There has been a definite lack of hugs, and I didn't realize I was that much of a hugger. Can confirm I'm still not a hugger. Unless <laughs> 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 we get over it, because we are hugging. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I can count on one hand the number of hugs I've given to Elsie, and every single one has been received with very much awkwardness. <laughs> body and her superpower. Uh, yep, that is my superpower. Um, I'm excited about dinner tonight. Mark is making some sort of Asian noodle something with chicken. Sesame noodles with shredded chicken. That's what it is. Nice. I'm excited about that. Noodles are the best. It always makes me want to watch Kung Fu Panda. (laughs) It makes me want to sing, everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Fighting. 
Ha! That girl was fast as lightning. I said girl. Ha. It was probably a boy, but whatever. Eh. Girls are ruling the world. Girls can kick ass too. Do we also love each other? Yes. I think we also love each other. I do. Annie said. Annie was like, I was mad. <laughs> I only mad loved you to begin with, though, so. <laughs> I still absolutely love that Annie was forcefully made to socialize, and now she does it willingly. <laughs> so proud of you. We're so proud. <laughs> I had been adopted by extroverts before. You guys were just a new group. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. Any last thoughts before we wrap it up? No? All right. You know, Equator. you guys, Equator. I will say, Equator fixes everything. <laughs> Sunshine and rainbows, everybody, all the time. I agree. It is. I'm not lying. We have rainbows almost every day. 17 degrees above the equator. Move here. It's all better. Rainbows and sea turtles, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> we have rainbows and butterflies all the freaking time. They have um, schools and a university. <laughs> I was just saying, well, yes. you know, on Murr's thought, you know, in sharing the suicide present prevention hotline, that is very true. There, there's, there is always somebody. Even if you think there is nobody that would give two shits whether or not you are living or dead, there is always somebody in the aftermath of that decision will fucking wreck that person's world. So even if you think that there's nobody that cares, there is somebody. Yeah. I will guarantee it. And, you know, no matter how, how bad it is, seasonal affective disorder, depression, life in general, reach out. You will be surprised. You will you will find somebody who, who does give a flying fuck whether or not you're still breathing. I'm glad that we all said fuck tonight. I know. I Isn't it Jess great? did. Jess, Jess did you didn't. say it? I did. I said I fucking love you guys. Oh, yay! <laughs> we all did it. <laughs> all right, Sorry, well. mom. <laughs> my mom is my mom just rolls her eyes I'm sure every time she hears me say it. <laughs> She's given up. I think all right. Up we all made it explicit tonight. Yeah. All right. Well, our question of the week is, we want to know how, if, if you experience sad, how do you or how do you cope um, when you or someone you love has the winter blues? So what are some positive things that you can do to beat those winter blues one thing i do is celebrate the solstice so i'll i'll put that in as my uh as my answer that's one thing i have a fucking list of things <laughs> that i do and it's and they're all a lot of fun and very positive and they help so on that note um, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can hear our podcast on Podbean, TuneIn, Spotify, and now Audible. And until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Woohoo!
You've been listening to another episode of Siren Soapbox. Before you go, please show your support by subscribing and leaving an honest review for the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay connected to the Sirens on Facebook at Siren Soapbox. And if you haven't already, tell your community about the Siren Soapbox so they can join this thriving sisterhood too. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.